What would it look like for you if you could secure and deliver your very first TEDx talk in 2018 or early 2019? We'd love to help you find out. For more information, visit us at thespeakingprogram.com and sign up for our free video training today. to For the Love of Speaking podcast with your host, multiple-time TEDx speaker, international best-selling author, and top-rated radio show host, Corey Poirier. Good morning, everybody. It is Corey Poirier here, and great to see you on this fantastic Thursday. And uh, interestingly enough, I would like to pose this question for you, uh, or to you at least. Are you always striving to improve? Because the improvement paradigm is that finding ways for us to improve upon our, you know, that 1% that we might be weaker on is to me where the real gold is at. You know, that's where the, that's where everything changes. However, it's hard to either ask uh, for suggestions in, in terms of where we can improve or also because we're too inside the bubble, it's hard for us to see areas where we can improve. However, uh, being willing to improve upon yourself, whether it's as a speaker you know, if I'm talking with that uh, walk of life, or in general, is to me, it's one of the biggest and best things you can do uh, to change the game in terms of your, uh, the direction that you're headed. Uh, so I want to share, to start things off, a really quick story. Uh, Dr. John Izzo, uh, who is the uh, gentleman who wrote the book, The Five Secrets You Must Discover Before You Die, and it was also a PBS special. So John has done thousands of talks, literally thousands. And I was interviewing him recently for the documentary uh, that I'm involved in, and he shared with me, when I asked him about the idea of improvement, he shared with me one thing he does at the end of every talk is he goes to the organizer or the meeting planner and he says to them, he asks them the question, what did you like about my talk and what areas could I improve in? So, you know, again, what could I improve upon and what did you like? And he says, sometimes they say, oh, there's nothing you could do differently. You crushed it. You know, there's nothing you'd have to change, nothing you could improve. And he says, you know what? I still need to know. I need to improve. So I need to know what could I have done differently? And, uh, so if you think about this, somebody who's presented thousands, literally thousands of times, and still is asking, what can I do to improve upon myself? What could I change? What could I do differently? And so, you know, I want to share with you the importance of us always being willing to improve and adjust. And again, if somebody like John Izzo, who's presented thousands of times, can go up to an event planner and say, what could I do differently? What did you like about my talk? And what would you change? Um, then I think, you know, somebody who's just starting, uh, we should be able to do it as well. Uh, now, having said that, uh, usually what John says is he'll ask for one thing he could do uh, differently and better. And also the other side is, um, what did they like that he did? And so he said the biggest challenge is a lot of people say, oh, especially after thousands of talks, oh, we liked everything. No need to change anything. Because again, he's obviously honed it over a lot of years. But he still, as I mentioned, he still pushes and presses and says, what could I do differently and better? Uh, so again, think about that. What ways could you do something differently? What, what are areas in your life could you improve upon? Uh, I promise you all of us have areas where we can improve. 
One of the things I do as a speaker is every talk I deliver, I bring evaluation forms. Uh, a lot of you watching this have probably seen them. I don't know if I have any near me. Actually, I do. Uh, so I bring evaluation forms to get filled out. So you can see one right here uh, that I bring to get filled out by uh, people at my events. So if I go do a talk for 100 people, I'll bring that evaluation form and get that completed. There's a whole bunch of other benefits to that, i.e. Uh, there's an area that um, is actually responsible for a large percentage of my bookings just solely from that evaluation form. But the point of this is, the evaluation form is golden because it tells me areas where I could be improving. It tells me the areas that people are engaging with. It might tell me a story that really, uh, that's brand new that I tried that people really, really resonated with. So now I know to work harder on that story and maybe flesh it out more and make it a, a bigger part of my talk. Uh, so there's so much stuff I gain from that evaluation form. But again, the real message to me is the importance of always being willing to listen uh, to feedback. And so that evaluation form, by handing it out, it forces me to listen to some feedback. So in what ways are you, let's say, eliciting feedback? In what ways are you getting feedback from people to make sure that you're on the right track? And again, there's lots of ways that we can do this. Uh, but if you're, you know, if you're not willing to improve, then nothing changes. And so I wanted to finish off today with another quick story. Uh, and then, you know, I'll just maybe ask you to take some action after that. But another quick story. Uh, a friend of mine is an elite skating coach, and he's coached uh, lots of NHL players, NHL pros. Uh, he's coached um, Sidney Crosby, Brad Richards. And so I asked him one time, I said, you know, he was actually, uh, when Sidney Crosby had that injury a number of years back, and he was basically working on getting his game back and getting back on the ice, I asked my friend, uh, the skating coach, you know, what can you teach somebody like Sidney Crosby that does 99% of it well? And he said something uh, very stirring. He said, Corey, uh, because he's doing 99% of it well, that's not what we're focused on. We're looking at that 1%, that 1% that maybe he could approve upon. And we're just trying to find a 10th of that 1%. Uh, and if we can do that, that might mean the difference of a goal, a game for the rest of his career. So, you know, even though he's doing 99% of it well, what's in the 1% that we can improve upon? So what I would say to you is whether you're at 99% or not, what is in that small percentage, you know, that 1% or whatever that is for you that you could improve upon? Because again, if you're already, do, if you're already crushing it, let's say, then that, that tiny little piece of that 1% could be the needle mover. It's always hardest to get to the 100%, right? So that could be the needle mover for you. And if you're not near 99% yet, this could be the thing that takes, it, takes you to close to, closer to 99% is actually uh, figuring out, you know, if it's 20% for you, what is in that 20% that I could improve upon? So what are the areas where I'm weaker at? So here's uh, the challenge, if you're willing to take it, is, and, and not everybody's willing to do this, it takes, um, I guess we'll say a, a little bit of nerve to do this, but put on Facebook or social media, maybe pose the question and say, hey guys, I'm always trying to improve, I'm hoping you can do me a favor, you know, and, and maybe to soften it for me, can you tell me what you like about, uh, what you like about the things that I do in my life, in my career, or what have you, uh, but also can you suggest one thing I could do differently? Or, and, and by doing that, you're going to get suggestions, even if maybe you don't need a lot of them. So the other options, you could just say, hey, guys, um, you know, I'm always looking for areas where I can improve anything you can suggest. But again, this is a bold way to do it, to put it out right on Facebook publicly. Not everybody's going to be willing to do that, but that's one option for your challenge. The other thing is, if you're not willing to do that, go to a close friend, go to somebody you trust, go to somebody uh, privately on Facebook or social media or via text and ask them. 
just send a message and say, hey, I'm always trying to improve, as you know. I'm just wondering if you can suggest one thing I could start doing differently. So that's your challenge. I'd love to see you take action on that. If you do, I'd love to hear your comments uh, in terms of what you take action on and how it works out for you. Uh, the other, um, I guess that was more your homework, but it's also an action. The other action is feel free to go grab a copy, a free copy of our new book, The Book of Public Speaking. Uh, you could pay for it on Amazon, but I'd rather you get a free copy while it's free. Uh, so it's at the, pop uh, sorry, I'll, I'll start that over. It's available at thebookofpublicspeaking.com. Again, thebookofpublicspeaking.com. If you go there right now, you can grab yourself a, a free copy of the book. And uh, I don't know how long that's going to be there, but it's going to be there for a little bit yet, I would say. Um, and I'll put the link in the comments below. But in the interim, thank you, everybody, so much for joining me. Feel free to comment uh, on the replay if you're watching it as a replay. Let me know what areas you think you could improve upon. Hey, uh, let me know an area you think I could improve upon. Uh, I think we can all stand to grow. And, uh, you know, and it's not easy to hear these things, but uh, they could be the thing that, that makes the difference, if you will. It could be the needle mover or the game changer. Uh, so again, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you try, what works. Uh, in the interim, thank you everybody for joining me today and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Thursday. Check out more Christine Campbell music and watch for upcoming Christine Campbell events at christinecampbellmusic.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.